Hello, and welcome to episode nine of the Stu and Al pod. As always, this guy over here is Al. <laughs> and this guy over here is Stu. Hey, Stu and Al, coming at you, like Cleopatra, coming at you, Cleopatra, Cleopatra coming at you. Coming at you. Get a pen and paper, write down our name. How many people do you think, Stu, when that song came out, got a pen and paper at that point and wrote down their name? I didn't even know they were the words. So yeah, that's... On that. did you write down their name? No. Oh, shame. Stu, I can see on my little screen there, you've got Heineken again. Yep. I've gone for, um, I've got two this week. I've got a Brewdog Pale Ale, mm-hmm. which I'm enjoying now, and then a Brewdog Punk IPA. That's so, a punk. I-P-A. Is it oh, punk, uh, this is gonna get like that. that. This is gonna get like that episode when we were singing all the time. Singing episodes, isn't it? I think they're the best though, aren't they, Stu? I do enjoy a sing along with Stu and Al. I do enjoy a uh, Johnny Little melody. <laughs> oh yes, please. Oh, yes, Mr. Mannering. <laughs> but um Al, before before we go on, yeah. The little bit of a shout out here to a little town called Boardman. In Oregon, USA. Boardman, Oregon, and, USA. Why is and that? Mon- Hang on. Oh, sorry. And um, Monchenholzhausen, hope I pronounced that correctly, in Germany. Hello Two very you know. small towns. Yeah. But we have listeners in those towns as well. So, whoever you are, and if you're listening to this one, please get in touch. Yeah, please get in touch. So how, what are the populations in those towns? Are they quite small? Boardman, Oregon. Uh, it said it was about 3,000 <gasps> for Boardman, Oregon, and then slightly less in Germantown as well. So our little podcast is reaching their little ears. So if you are listening, then, yeah, do get in contact. It'd be great to sort of hear from people from the little little towns and stuff like that, where the population's quite small. And maybe, Stu, we can maybe get a sponsor and we could go and visit those places. That'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be like a Dave Gorman That'd adventure. A little, yeah, a little... It would be a brilliant, that would. Yeah, but uh, Agatha, anyone as well, wherever you're listening from, get in touch, let us know where you are in the world. Yeah, so we can say hello. Yeah. Just so do how you been. How you been over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, not bad, you. Yeah, I've been on my Olibobs. Still not pissed them out yet. Oh, <laughs> you still not pissed your little skinny uh, snow. They're staying there, they're staying put. They are, aren't they? They're keepers. Yeah, keep them. So yeah, well, you still, said you went on holiday, did I've you? I've been on holiday in old Norfolk. Uh-huh. A lovely time, yeah. Um, but You're so, right there. You're right, I was. <laughs> still, while <laughs> I was there, <clears throat> as you do on holiday, you often read a few books. And um, yep. I uh, read a book about becoming a um, someone to lead a seance. You know, seance, talk to the dead and stuff. Right. So um, I'd like to try that now, actually, and see if I can get in contact with someone. And then maybe you can ask them a couple of questions. How's that sound? Uh, go on in, yeah. All yeah, right. Okay, um, I'm going to have to go into my trance-like state and um, speak to the... Hello, is there anyone there? Is it... I'm getting someone, Stu. I'm getting someone. Okay. <gasps> hey, this is, a, this is a coincidence, Stu. They know you. If this is so, Uncle Dorogay... It's not Uncle Dorogay. Uncle Dorogay's not dead. Okay. Yeah. So, Stu, I'm getting someone. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go into there. They're going to come into my body now, and I'm, I'm going to become them, okay? Hello, Stuart. Yes. Hello, Stuart. Hello. Stuart. Yeah. I'm your great, 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 great grandmother. 
What's your name? Agnes. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, no, just go along with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Agnes. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Hello, Stuart. Um, love the podcast. Big fan. We get it up here in um, wherever I am in heaven. Uh, we're all fans. I play it to all my ladies' friends, and they all agree that it's, well, it's not for them, but, you know, <laughs> I say it to you. So, Stuart, you can ask me three questions. Three. About? Whatever you like. Okay. What's the uh, average temperature in heaven? Well, everyone is, you can set yourself a temperature. So, you can set yourself a nice, warm temperature at all times so that you're never uncomfortable. Okay. Yes? Good. Um, you know when you go to sleep in heaven? Yes. Are you, are you dreams in black and white or colour? We have this thing where you can dream of whatever you like. Black and white, colour, sepia tone, whatever you like. I usually dream... About suet puddings. <laughs> and this one's like a two-part of my final question. Is that right? I suppose. Is there karaoke up there? Stuart, there's karaoke 24 hours a day. 365 oh, like days a year. Yes, well, anyways, I've got a quick message for you. I think what's you your... Sorry? What's your go-to go song? Well, um, the uh, anything by Ben Folds Five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I have a message for you. I think yeah. that you should give Al a hundred pounds and sign over any future financial gains that the podcast may make. No. Oh, I'm fading now. I'm fading. Goodbye. Oh, oh, gosh, oh. Did um, anyone come through there, Stu? No. All oh, right. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, shall we crack on? We can in a minute, Al. This will uh, yeah. ask you a question now. Yep. Who is your favourite knight? Um, Michael Caine. <laughs> I don't know. Sir Michael Caine? Yeah, he's a, is he a knight now, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Sir Michael Caine, isn't it? Mm -hmm. it I'm pretty much sure it is. Yeah. Don't know mine. Well then. It was the uh, the fattest knight that sat at King Arthur's round table circumference. Oh, for God. Speaking of King Arthur, Al, <laughs> he loves his video conferences like we do, you know? He likes to be on Camelot. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute <laughs> shite. Right. With all that done, let's kick off. This is top three. <laughs> top three. Top three. We pick a subject each episode, and we'll tell you our three favourite things about it. So, for example, if we were to choose top three bricks, I'd go for red eight-piece Lego, yellow four-piece Lego, and and um, grey Meccano wheel. How about um, Carell from uh, Anchorman? He played Brick, didn't he? Brick Tanlin? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
Right, so last week it was my choice for the topic, and my topic was top three mainstream films that sound like pornos. Now, you didn't have to have seen these films, you just had to um, <laughs> suggest a film that sounded like it could be a porno film without changing any of the, the words, of course. So, Stu, let's kick off with you. Give me your first one. These are not in any order, by the way. No. Okay, first of all, then, 2003 film called The Bone Hunter. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. It's a film set in AD 575 about shipwrecked Romans. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to know anything about the film? Can do. Uh, it's 99 minutes long. Yeah, good. I, IMD, IMDB rating of 3.7. So oh, that's probably a bit... Yeah. And it's the second film in the Fingal Winter Warrior trilogy. Oh, the second film in the Fingal Winter Warrior fix. <laughs> Yeah, mm. I don't know what the other two are, but so yeah, that's that's my first one. Okay, my first one, Stu. Rear window. <laughs> <laughs> of course, rear. <laughs> rear rear window is a 1954 film starring James Stewart and Grace Kelly. It's directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, I haven't got many facts about any of these films, Stu. But I, what I did is I looked on IMDb, and under sex and nudity, it said mild. So could potentially be a porno, a very mild porno. Um, I've also got a note that there is actually a porno called Rear Window. So, oh. you know, check it out. Don't get the wrong one from Blockbuster if you go back in time. Well, there's still one left. Yeah, it's still one left, isn't there? <laughs> go ahead, still give us your second. The Rise and Rise of Michael Rimmer. <laughs> that real film? Yeah. There's actually some well-known people in the film as well. You've got Captain Mannering from Dad's Army, Arthur Lowe. Yeah. Uh, Peter Cook, Graham Chapman, John Cleese, and Ronnie Corbett. Oh. So, did you know at the start of the podcast, I did say Mr. Mannering as well. That's weird, isn't it? Did you? Yeah, I went, oh, Mr. Mannering. <laughs> when, it goes, mm. when, yeah, when you listen back, you'll hear it. It's a spoof film based on the life of David Frost, this one. Oh, yeah. To change David Frost to Michael Rimmer. No, oh, fair enough. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you want my second one? Yes. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is a 1968 film, if you've not seen it, starring Dick Van Dyke. I mean, come on. That could be a porn name in itself. And Sally Ann House. It was directed by Ken Hughes. Stu, on IMDb, it says sex and nudity, none. So don't go and huh. watch that if you're interested. There is a porn parody of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Can you guess what it's called? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? No. Titty Titty Bang Bang. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Do you think any of these porn parodies are like the film? Like, it's pretty much exactly the same plot line. There's just sex in it. Probably. I hope so. <laughs> That's the, That's going to be one of the specials where 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 we review the porn parodies. Bambi would be a weird one, wouldn't it? Oh, <laughs> right. Go on then. Your third one. Uh, third one. Harold's going stiff. <laughs> this is about neighbours' character Harold Bishop goes. No, it's not really. Harold is suffering from a disease that is turning him into a zombie. Uh, wow. He has an experiment to fix him, but it goes, he goes worse and ends up on the run from a group of vigilantes. He's out for blood. It was filmed in Sheffield. Oh. And uh, someone called Stan Rowe plays Harold. Oh, 
Sounds familiar. I wouldn't have seen it before. Might have. Well, thanks, Stu. Mm, the trailer. Yeah. Did I actually watch a trailer for that one? Look, looks okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. You ready? Ready for my last one? I Aye. think. I think this one is brilliant. Willy Wonka and the ch- <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> before. So that it was a 1971 film starring Gene Wilder and Peter Ostrom, directed by Mel Stewart. There is a porn parody of it. Do you want to take a guess at what it was called? Willy Wanker. Willy Wanker. Yeah. <laughs> Willy Wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, before we go to social media, I've come up with a little quiz for you just really quickly. Do you want to have a go? Yeah. So I've got 10 yeah. films written down. And I, want, and I found this website, Stu. <laughs> and it basically, it's got the 50, like, po- the 50 funniest porn parodies on it. And it's got, like, it's just got the title of each one. So I'm going to give you 10 titles of regular films, and I want you to tell me what the porn parody is for it. Okay? All right, fine. Ready? <laughs> We're going to do it quite quick. Tomb Raider. Womb Raider. Correct. Harry Potter. Um, I don't know. Hoary Potter. <laughs> <laughs> White Men Can't Jump. White Men Can't Hump. Yeah, well done. Uh, legally Blonde. Illegally Blonde. Legally Boned. <laughs> <laughs> this one's brilliant. Independence Day. Something to do with pants. In Rear end Day. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, Kill Bill um, Don't know Drill Bill <laughs> <laughs> Edward, Edward Scissorhands Something to do with scissoring No, Edward Penis Hands <laughs> <laughs> uh, Forrest Gump Forrest Hump Yeah, well done Texas Chainsaw Massacre No idea Texas Asshole Massacre <laughs> <laughs> and finally this one's this one's my favorite one right it's a wonderful life I don't know. tits a wonderful life <laughs> so still oh, out, of, out of those 10 you got one two three four five right so not bad <laughs> pretty good <laughs> right go to social media what have we got it's a wonderful life brilliant uh we've got Regular Gav, yeah. <laughs> He's gone for Double Team, Snatch, yeah. and The Missionary. Yeah. And he's thrown a curveball. Peppa Pig, My Night with David Cameron. <laughs> oh, Gav. The, uh, Mrs. Regular Gav, Top Gun, Dirty Harry, and Babe. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Keza G90, Dark Knight Rises, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Like Yourself, and Snatch. Yep, Snatch is a popular one. Uh, Johnny Hams. These are some good ones here. The Death of Dick Long. <laughs> Back Door to Hell. And The Big Red One. <laughs> yep. And then we've got our home slice crew, Al Declan, Chris and Bren. Uh, yep. Bren Aldran. Bren uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Demolition Man, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Yeah. Up and up, up and under, and commando. Yeah. Uh, Home Alone, Flubber, and my favourite one: What's Eating Gilbert Grape. 
Uh, yeah. Is that everything? That's all of them, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Go on, let's do what's next week's top three. This has been a good one. Yeah. It's been one of my favourite ones. A quick one. It's just uh, a quick one. Week. Yeah. Well, it worked, didn't it? Oh, sorry. Uh, can, I just say, can I just give you one more that no one said, which I, I put down and I didn't say it before. Everyone's going to say it. Free Willy. <laughs> too obvious, isn't it? Yeah, it's too obvious. Go on then. What's next week? Top three 90s WWF wrestlers. Ooh. Ow. Put it in the That's not a wrestler. That's B.A. Baracus. Mr. T. <laughs> right. If you want to get in contact and tell us your top three 90s WWF wrestlers, um, get in oh, contact. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, get, woo! get in contact. Uh, <laughs> Stu and our pod at gmail.com or we are on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> At Stu and Alpod. Now you can't see why what Stu's doing there, but he's doing the who's who does that? Oh, is it the whole Hogan Hogan. ear thing? I think you're gonna rip your shirt off. <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> right, so that was top three, and now it's time for nineties corner. Nineties corner. Each week, me and Stu bring something from the nineties. We drag it from the nineties. And we discuss it, and if we both agree that it was fam dabby dozy, then it gets swept into 90s corner. If we both think it was shite, then it gets popped in the Leicester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent and sold off oh. scrap. Oh, we did find out what it Some, was, wasn't it? Someone, yeah, someone tweeted in. Uh, Beck's the boot, Becker Skinner. The Lincoln equivalent is the Lincoln Echo. Lincolnshire Echo, yeah. I should know that, seeing as I have seen it before. I just didn't know they did those kind of things, but... Fair enough. Well, I'm still going to say Lincoln equivalent from um, from now on because I think it's funnier. Well, it's not funnier, but it's better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So, Stu, I think you <laughs> went first last week. I so, did. Yep. So, I haven't got much information about this because as much as I tried to research it, most of the stuff I found out about it was boring. So, Stu, the, inter- <laughs> the internet started, the internet came was quite big in the 90s it was when it kind of took off really and the thing that i'd like to add to 90s corner was ask jeeves <laughs> <laughs> now ask jeeves was started by garrett gruner and david warthorn uh, in 1996 <laughs> i don't know why i'm doing a robot voice did you know in, you come know in, back. yeah but no in 2006 it was rebranded as ask.com which is shit isn't it Oh, it's crap, isn't it? Ask Jeeves is better. Now, Ask Jeeves was a quite a popular search engine around the time before we kind of used, started using Google and things like that. Now, I like to think of Ask Jeeves was when the two guys thought of that. Um, Jeeves, Jeeves, can you show me Tits a Wonderful Life, please? <laughs> <laughs> but I think Ask Jeeves was maybe to put people off searching for inappropriate things because you wouldn't ask a butler for something inappropriate. So I think it was just a Making people ask for nice things. Well, tell me where the I'd local restaurants are. Would you? Well, you might as well. See, yeah. if, see if you can get on there now and check it out. But yeah, that, I haven't got much about it because most I remember, of the um, the ad- shit. I remember the TV adverts for Ask Jeeves. Yeah. And they had that butler. Old bloke in a suit, weren't it, with a tray. Mm. Hey, you want to go on the internet, do you, sir? Oh, my name's Jeeves. <laughs> so, Something like that, anyway. But I just think Ask Jeeves was one of the first so um, one of the first search engines that we got before we 
kind of got up to Google. I mean, people don't use anything other than Google now, do they? And if you use something, if people no. use an MSN to fucking search, there's something wrong with them. So I just no, thought I Ask Jeeves was a proper 90s thing. That's a good blast from the past. Yeah. I'll allow it. Oh, yes, thank you. Here we go, my sweeping. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme sweeping there. Extreme sweeping. Go on there, Stu. Thank you for that. Give us your 90s corner. Uh, what comes to mind when I say the following? Somebody stop me. Um, <laughs> Ace Ventura. No. Somebody. Smoking. Oh, no. The mask. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the mask. One yeah. of Jim Carrey's best comedy performances, in my opinion. Oh, in my humble opinion. But um, I watched it on Netflix the other day, and it's still funny now, so I thought I'd give it a shot on here. Did you know they're actually making a third one with Jim Carrey and Cameron Diaz again? Really? Bringing her out of retirement. Apparently, yeah. Apparently. If it's true or not. I haven't watched that film for ages, and it has been on... Is it is on Netflix at the minute? Yeah, they just put it on yeah. last week, I think. I have Good. seen it on social Good. on sort of the streaming platforms, and I've not had any intention to go back and watch it because I don't know if it would if it'd hold up. But maybe I will if you think it's good. I still um, had a bit of a giggle watching it. You know, like the yellow suit he wears yeah. is only on for a total of five minutes. That's one of my facts. Oh, True fact. True fact. Um, another fact I have, Cameron Diaz had to audition for the role 12 times before she got the role. And it was only seven days before shooting began when she found out that she was cast. Oh. Eek. And, uh, my final fact is it's based on a comic. The roles of Cameron Diaz's role, the baddie and the dog, they weren't in the, uh, in in the, the comic. comic. It was just Stanley. Well, Stanley Ipkiss is in one issue where he, he got the mask, he ended up dying. Loads of people wore the mask each um, issue. Yeah. And then it, they'd have to do really good things or really bad things and then there's like a trilogy and all sorts no, the, the comics sound really good actually sounds better than the crappy sequel that was made oh that was the awful of the was it Jamie oh. Kennedy yeah oh what did he he did that like punk TV show didn't he oh yeah the Jamie Ke- is it the Jamie Kennedy experiment or something like that yeah yeah. experience or experiments where's he now <clears throat> if you're listening Jamie Kennedy get in contact would love to have you on <laughs> oh ah uh, yeah Son of the Mask was a great film <laughs> so what do you reckon then The Mask yeah I'll pop that in I'm going to have to rewatch it again at my some brush, point yeah. but yeah brush it in okay let me get my brush <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you've swept up some sick along the way <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just coughing something up. There's my brush now. <laughs> oh, nice. Quick brushing. Hey, we could be on the um, curling team, couldn't we, for, for the next Winter Olympics, me and you? We've got oh, the sound effects. Yeah, may as well. I'd love to do this. No, that that. Hard, does it? Just, nah. just slide it on ice with a brush. Yeah, piece of piss. <laughs> Don't take years of training or anything to get I reckon. I reckon they just probably train for about a couple of days before the Olympics start. Oh, it's just, yeah, get on the plane, you come in. I like your sweeping action, son. <laughs> Put some crisps on the floor. Sweep that up. <laughs> You're in. 
So, Stu, we got any social media? Anybody suggesting anything for Nighty's Corner this week? We have. We've got a few. We actually have one sent in today, which I'll... Uh, well, I'm not going to start because it's regular Gav. He always goes first. He's picked Mars Attacks. What I'd do you say, think? Yeah, so I, I enjoyed that film. So Yeah, go I'd on then. Yeah. Go on then. Yeah? Because it's Gav. We've had a fellow uh, podcasters, one of our friends on Twitter, Cathedral Sport. Mm-hmm. They've said Captain Planet. Yep. Heart! <laughs> Art. <laughs> he was the worst one. Oh, wasn't it Earth? Didn't one have Earth or something? Yeah, but they could like cause like earthquakes and stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, they had earthquakes, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. What, what I'd be brilliant is <laughs> if they, I always imagine that like fire, water, right, and they were like killing a bad guy, and then Heart made them better. So you made them stronger again, you <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> they didn't even need. But they were nights out when they were older and just didn't bring Heart along. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's right. For it a should film. be, yeah. yeah. A live action, something. Yeah, or a porno parody. <laughs> Captain Flannel. I don't know. Uh, nah. Captain Anus. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Brendotron. He's Brendo gone Tron. for Zig and Zag. Yep. <clears throat> sweep, sweep, sweep. Capture a second. Keith Campbell. I don't know if you remember this, though. I think I had one of these. I think you did too. He's on for the Scion Series 5, which was one of those, remember those electronic keyboard mini computers where they had like games on them and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. They were good, they. Well, they yeah. weren't, but, you know. No, no they were, because yeah, I swear they had like Hangman on them or something like that. Yeah, I think so. I think we played them at school. Yeah, probably. Um, Australian Dan today, Monster in My Pocket. Now, if you saw them, you'd say yeah. Yeah, when I saw it, and I remembered them straight away. I had two. I, I had two of these for sure. I don't know if I had the whole set or not. I think I they remember. About that big. Yeah, they ring a bell. Yeah, sweep them in. I'm sure I. Am. They come in a yeah. little, a little t- um, foil wrapped bags from the shop. Was that? Then? You can get them singular. Yeah, this yeah. The picture dancing in today. It was a matchbox four pack, and it had all four colours on there. But uh, yeah. it was the one that um, the one that I can remember. Is the witch one? Uh, yeah, but they were good. I remember. Sweep them in. And then lots thirteen Loretta Hood. She's picked Mrs. Doubtfire, <sighs> which was very very funny, and it's got to go in. I'm not a big fan of Mrs. Doubtfire, Stu. I'm really not. Joking. One, I'll tell you the reasons why. That lad's hair in it does my head in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little girl from Matilda can't stand her. No, I'm going to say no, Stu. No, I'm going to say no. Because at some point, we've got to turn some away. I'm not a massive fan of Mrs. Doubtfire. So I'm going to say no for Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Keep listening, though. (laughs) We've picked her stuff the last two weeks, so she'll she'll get over it. Oh, yeah. So is is that all of them, Stu? Yes. Okay, if you've got any thoughts or suggestions for 90s Corner, get in contact, stuanalpod at gmail.com or on social media at stuanalpod. So that was 90s Corner, and now it is time for Frankly, My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. <laughs> frankly, My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. So each week on Frankly, My Dear, my good friend Al... Hello. ...does an impression of a person, character, animal... 
<laughs> and then put them into a scene from a famous film or TV show. What you got this week, Al? Okay. Are you ready? <clears throat> a difficult one this week. I don't know if my voice is going to be able to withstand it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Here, if you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I have a straw, my straw reaches across the room and starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. <laughs> no way. I was going to pick this for something. It's Marge Simpson in uh, There Will Be Blood. <laughs> Correct. Halfway through that. No, I was, I was going to... Go on. Go on, carry on. Oh, sorry, I was going to say... Halfway through that, I thought it sounded a little bit like Elmo from Sesame Street. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it morphed into um, Elmo. <laughs> Alex, I was going to do that for um, Arnie and Prue's films. Mm. Were you? Ah. I was quite chuffed with that. I like that quote. Look, I've not seen that film for ages, but I thought that quote... I the, only, the only reason I didn't pick it is because when I tried to like, Photoshop Arnie's face onto that moustache... It, uh, it, yeah. it, it wouldn't it turn out, so I left it. Put, <laughs> picked some, I picked Taxi Driver instead. Oh, well, yeah, last week last I week, yeah. Fair enough. Right, so well done, Stu. That's yet another <laughs> one correct. 18 points you're on now. <laughs> Alex, can you, can you introduce uh, in news in the style of March? Of course I can. Next feature is In the News. Take a sweater. <laughs> Each week, Stu gives us two news stories, one that is written by his own fair hand and one that he's gotten from the dregs of newspapers or internet forums or something. He also gives us some comical headlines, which are my favourite part now, uh, some the weather and some sports results. So, Stu, off you go, my friend. <laughs> OK, here are your headlines. Hashtag Jamo. <laughs> Apple's attempts to build self-driving car grind to a halt as they can't install windows. Oh. <laughs> uh, Mr. Kipling gets a degree in maths and says it's as easy as pie. <laughs> and an anti-gravity book is number one in the charts as it's impossible to put down. Oh, God. Those are exceedingly good. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, update from Ethel the Emu, if you remember last week. Yeah, she's been shot. She was captured. Yep. And then managed to escape again two days later. <laughs> and is currently on the run. What are they putting her in? Oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> they clearly know she can get out of a cage. <laughs> just let her roam. Let her roam. You'd think, no wonder, when they, when they got her back, they'll make sure she's insecure yeah. this time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you putting yeah. her back in that same cage um, as she was in before? Yeah. Have well, you put broke, a new latch on one, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> she won't do it twice. I don't, know she, I don't know how she got out. I put a can of Coke in the way of the door. <laughs> but yeah, so I checked again today. She's still on the run, so... Good. Let her, I think they should just let her run free. What's the problem? It's because she's near those A-roads. Well, that's her own fault. But if she goes out, you know, I'm sure she won't run in the road. She's escaped twice now. She knows what she's doing. 
<laughs> let it free. <laughs> Go on then. Poor A. Poor Apple. Poor Apple. Anyway, story number one. Bad weather didn't stop play at Camellia House this week on, as residents of the care home here enjoyed an indoor sports day. Games such as bowling, target throwing, pegging and beanbag bullseye took place with plenty of fun rivalry between the staff and the OAPs taking place. General Manager, Mr. <coughs> Caravadra, said, The rain can dampen the spirits here as everyone joined in the fun. Oh, lovely. Resident Dean had a great time. She said, I especially enjoyed laughing at the team, trying the events, falling over and making us laugh. And of course, winning the cup was a bonus. Uh, we were unable to get any further comments from the residents as they were all having a nap. <laughs> and story number two. A new game in the Simulator series is to be released in October this year. B&Q Simulator will hit the shops just before Halloween, where you can play as a customer or a worker. Fans <laughs> will get the chance... Fans will get the chance to don the famous orange apron to mix paint or help customers choose a door. Or if playing as a customer, you can look at plants, ring the display doorbells, or buy chocolate from those over-expensive dispenser machines. The game's creators, James Black and Louise Decker, <laughs> can't wait for the, uh, the reactions from fans. They said... We've also we've always thought there was a gap in the market for this kind of thing, for a DIY simulator game. We tried to deal with home base at first, but they seemed to have some sort of a shelf confidence in shoes. <laughs> so we moved on. Wix laughed at us, so we gave them a good decking. <laughs> B and Q loved it, and with their partnership, I think we've nailed it. The game also has a great soundtrack with tracks from MC Hammer. Tulio, The Carpenters, and Shed 7. The game will be priced at $9.99, will be available from all good B&Q outlets. So which one was true and which one was false? Uh, I believe the B&Q one was false. Yep, that was the one that I made up entirely. Imagine a game of playing as B&Q first. <laughs> that first brilliant. story, though... That first story is really sweet. Like it's like that one about that old lady who was playing Grand Theft Auto. I really like that. Oh, the YouTuber. Yeah. yeah, but I really like that story about the the old people's home doing the games and stuff. That's really sweet. Aww. Yeah, there's uh, something on YouTube about it. Look, look fun. The beanbag um, bullseye was a, looked like a good game. Yeah. Well, still, when we're in an old person's home, we can uh, we can do that. We can carry on doing our podcast then, can't we? Top three, <laughs> top three smells. <laughs> I, don't know, I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> top three, three types of peas. <laughs> Got to carry three on. Pla- top three places to get stuck in the bathroom. <laughs> anyway. In, uh, in sports, uh, the boat race, Oxford and Cambridge have got through to the final yet again. <laughs> How do they do it? God, I don't know. The other teams must be shite. Yeah. Uh, we've got fo- football, a couple of friendly results. Kaiser Chiefs from South Africa, four. Maroon, five. Oh. 
and the uh, charity Peace on Earth match between the Pope's World Eleven and Attenborough FC was abandoned due to 10 red cards in the match and the Pope fighting with the referee. Oh, he would do, wouldn't he? And uh, finally in tennis, Belgium's Kevin Badger won three sets. <laughs> the look on your face then when you were reading that out, you, you thought that was genius. <laughs> <laughs> We need to do a do video podcast. We need, need to do a video podcast. I can yeah, see, no, the, you... see the smug look on your face when you do these jokes. <laughs> yeah, give the us weather. a letter. Yeah. Smoky. Oh, please. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Stu. So that was in the news with Stuart in the nude. Not really, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. And now it is time for a potential, the third of our potential new features. This one is called Dear Stu and Al. Dear Stu and Al. So if you've been listening recently, you'll know that we ditched a feature a few episodes back. Stu, what was that feature? I don't even care anymore. Um, I think it was Show Me Your Willy. <laughs> no, no, it was Would You Rather. I'm a bothered. <laughs> <laughs> so we ditched that feature a few weeks back because it wasn't working. We've tried out two potential new features already. Choir Eye for a Filbert Street Guy. And last week, What Have I Done? This week, it is Dear Stu and Al. So the way this feature would work, if you, the listener, chose it, is that you would send us your problems and we would try and solve them. Almost like Dear Deirdre. That's why it's called Dear Stu and Al. Now, of course... We didn't ask anyone to send us any problems. So me and Stu, uh, well, we've reached out um, in different ways to get a problem. So Stu, why don't you give me the problem that you got for me this week and I'll try and solve it. Yeah, I had um, a man write a letter to us. Uh, Here it is. Dear Stu and Al, I am a 50-year-old man. My wife is the same age. When we have guests around for tea... She always farts in the teapot before making tea and then sits there and grins when the guests drink it. I feel so guilty about this, but I don't say anything in case she farts in my face in my sleep. She did this in a previous marriage, you see. She's beginning to get out of control. I caught her pissing in my brother's cornflakes last week and managed to switch the bowls when, he wasn't, when she weren't looking. Please help. I don't know what to do. <laughs> tricky one, aren't it? <laughs> fucking tricky one. So let's let's have a look at that problem. So she's far <laughs> <laughs> she's farting in the teapot when people come round. <sighs> well, I think there's a few ways you can solve this problem. You've got to just get her back, you know, tit for tat. So maybe stick a toothbrush up your ass, <laughs> <laughs> or. <laughs> really solving the problem is it yeah but it's getting her back and then she'll realize how it feels um you could also if you know when people are pissing conflicts don't have feelings yeah well maybe she's doing it because she wants a reaction or maybe she's you know maybe she wants a divorce maybe she's not happy in the marriage i mean what you need to ask this man is is she getting enough sexual satisfaction in the bedroom is that the way she's acting now (laughs) So I'd go with, <laughs> I'd go with shit in her car. 
and close the door. Front and then seat when or she... back seat? Sorry? Front or back seat? Either. Just do oh. shit in her car, let her know how it feels. I think that's my advice for that person. Okay? Yeah. Next. It was um, anonymous as well. I don't know what his name is. Right? So no. Obviously, he wouldn't want, to, wouldn't want to say, would he? No, but thanks for listening. So, Stu, I put um, flyers out on local trees um, to see if anyone had got a, a problem. And only one person got back in contact. But they sent me a voice message. Um, so, I'm going to play it for you now. And then okay. you can um, answer the problem. Okay, I'll pass you the tape. And put it in. Yeah. Click. Hello, Stu. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Stuart. It's uh, Uncle Dorigay again. <laughs> back, back again, I am. <laughs> Remember last week when I said I was like the renegade master. So, Stu, um, I found a flyer and I've got a problem. So I thought I'd get in touch. Now, at the moment, I can't leave the house. I'm under house arrest. Basically, I'd bought a new pair of binoculars and was trying them out. I wanted to look at the uh, stars in the sky. Quite interesting, that sort of thing nowadays. But to, uh, to get the sort of focus right, I was, uh, I was focusing it on the local swimming baths. And I was uh, stood in the bushes there, to, you know, to get the sort of the parameters right, get, the, get it all right. And uh, basically, it was the, uh, they were having a, um, <laughs> a water aerobics class. And a load of ladies in there. They said I was peering. They asked me why my trousers and pants around my ankles I said they must have got snagged on a branch from the uh, <laughs> the bushes, and I couldn't explain it very well. So I'm, I'm under house arrest at the moment. But that's not the problem, Stuart. I'm just telling you about what's happening with my life at the moment. Basically, Stuart, there always seems to be a lot of dog dirt in my um, front garden, and I don't like that. Now, I try and clear it up because I want my front garden to look nice. But I keep getting dog dirt underneath my fingernails, Stuart, and it's terrible smell, and the the taste gets on all of my food because it's underneath my underneath my fingernails. So, Stuart, I'll just ask you a bit of advice: How can I stop dog dirt getting under my fingernails? Okay, thank you. So, Stu, Uncle Dorigay back back again. He's got a problem with getting dog dirt under his fingernails. How can we solve it? Wear gloves. Brilliant, genius idea. There we go. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> so that was this week's new feature, dear Stu and Al. Hope you liked it. There's one more feature coming next week, and then it will be up to you, the listeners, to vote for which one you like, and that one will be our new feature. So one more feature, Stu. Are you excited about next week's feature? I'm really excited about next week's feature. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I think this one's been the best one so far. The uh, Ask Stu and Al. Ask Stu and Al. Dear, Dear Stu and Al. Yeah. So that was Dear Stu and Al. And now it's time for Tales of the Bag of Nails. <laughs> The bag, uh, Tales of the Bag of Nails is where we take it in stands. Me and Al go to a dirty pub in London each oh. uh, week. Uh, I, start, I mean dirty in the fondest way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we interview one of the patrons in this 
shit hole of a pub. Oh, stop oh. being horrible about the bag of nails. We've never even been in there. I mean, sorry. I mean, it's all right. We've been in there loads. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, it was your week this week. You went in. Have a nice time. Nope. I've not I been did. in for ages because Uncle Dorogay went in last week, didn't he? Yeah, so when he got killed in there. <laughs> stop being horrible about him. I hate him. <laughs> uh, no, I had um, I had a pretty decent travel there and travel back. The time in the pub wasn't great. But yeah, it was nice to be in London again. You know, London. <laughs> Go ahead, tell us. Give us a. You want me to put the tape on? Yeah, let me just patch you the tape. There you go. Thanks. There's the tape. I like the way that we do that. Fucking like actually put our yeah, hands no, out and do it. No one can see us doing no. it. No. <laughs> right, you ready? Click. Oh, hello, Alex. I presume Albert Borealis here. <laughs> I've been coming to the Bag of Nails for the past fifty years. It's the only pub I have ever been to. And it, my first visit here was on my 18th birthday, where I had a shandy, and I had a poo in the toilet. Here are my highlights from the pub so far. My first time in here, a snake was at the bar. <laughs> he turned to me and said, I'm meeting my soulmate. I said, wow, that's amazing. How do you know it's your soulmate? The snake, <laughs> the snake <laughs> said, no. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you fucking up. <laughs> I'm meeting my soulmate. <laughs> I said, wow, that's amazing. How do you know it's your soulmate? The snake said, no. I said, I'm eating mice whole, mate. <laughs> On my 10th anniversary here. It's really rather loud in this pub. Would you mind keeping it down? <laughs> On my 10th anniversary here, these two hoodlums storm in trying to rob the place. Give me all your money or your old geography. I said, don't you mean history? They said, don't change the subject. <laughs> Later on that day, a sandwich walked... <laughs> Later on, a sandwich walked up to the bar. <laughs> Later on, a sandwich walked up to the bar. I turn to the sandwich and say, I doubt you'll be served. The sandwich says, why not? I said, they don't serve food in here. Go for, go for. I've started drinking that beer made entirely. I say, Bev, tell these people to calm their laughter. I'm trying to tell a story. I've started drinking that beer that's made entirely from frogs, kangaroos and rabbits. Yes, that's right. It's mostly hops, but I like it. Anyway, I'm off now. I need a wee and a pint. Bev, don't serve these empty bottles in front of me. They're already drunk. Cheerio, Alex. <laughs> that was a beautiful... <laughs> that was a beautiful joke to end on. <laughs> the bottles, they're already drunk. <laughs>
Oh god, I'm crying. <laughs> For a second. <laughs> I'll go down the bag of nails next week. I'll go down next week. <laughs> Thanks, Stu. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of that out. All right. <laughs> right so oh, no. You can't have some laughter. <laughs> leave most of that laughter in. <laughs> so each week, Stu gets his After Eight box out. <laughs> box of After Eights out. <laughs> and finds a tape of Arnie doing an impression. And No, not doing an impression of Arnie auditioning for a film. Stu, what have you got this week for us? Um, it's a 1980s classic. Just, um, Alex, I've not got the After 8 box this week. I'm in a different room. Oh, no. But you just had it pre-ready. I'll have to make some sort of sort. I'll have another noise. Hang on. That's all right. So, let's go through the best of Susie and the Banshees. <laughs> Seven Days, Craig David. I don't remember buying that. The best of Eiffel 65. Do you want to borrow that one? Yes, please. Here we go. Arnie and Bruce Films. This week, Alex, this is the time Arnie auditioned for The Shining. Oh. Mm. Do you want to play the, press, yeah. press the tape? Thank you. Click. <clears throat> now? You, you want me to go now? Okay, wait. One second. <clears throat> Here's Annie. Cut. Annie, it's here's Johnny. <laughs> it's a Scottish man's back. <laughs> it's full time now. <laughs> Let me try again. Let me try again. <laughs> Annie's here. Cut. Annie, it's simple. Here's Johnny. No, it's not Johnny. It's Jack. No, it is Johnny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he says it's Johnny. Yeah, here's Johnny. Yeah. Oh, Jack's his real name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try another line. I'll be Jack. Oh, for fuck's sake, Arnie. Cut. Let me try again. Wendy, I told you I'll be back. <laughs> well, D, you no. didn't get the part. Just oh. don't audition to any of my films ever again. <laughs> I tell you what, his hit rate's not great, is it? He must get one in a hundred films that he auditions for. But he, you know, everyone loves a trier. Everyone loves a trier. We should probably try and find some of his audition tapes with um, where he got cast. But nah. then it wouldn't be Arnie improving films, would it? No, it'd just be Arnie in films. <laughs> so, Stu, thus brings to a close another episode, episode nine. Stu, we're on double figures next time. That's mental. I know. Growing up very fast, doesn't it? Right before yeah. our eyes. <laughs> He'll be leaving home soon. Good. Still, we got an email. Oh, did you, um, we have, but one sec. Did you hear that the uh, the Queen shouted at two pigeons the other day and they both died? No. Yeah. Talk about killing two birds with one's tone. What, 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 what? <laughs> hey, what, what, what? <laughs> we have had an email, actually, Al. Good. And uh, someone that's a bit cross with you. Oh, Saz. Yeah. Hi, Stu and Alpod. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Love the show. I enjoyed your What Have I Done segment on the last episode. 
And uh, I suggest that Owl needs to start watching a few films for once in his life. Yours sincerely, an angry K Winslet. <gasps> you pissed off Hollywood royalty, mate. Can I have that email address? I'm a big fan of Kate Winslet. Even though I don't know any of the films she's been in. Yeah, it's um, dropthedorigayact at gmail.com. <laughs> it's not my fault he keeps coming up. Maybe, maybe he won't turn up for a few episodes now. <laughs> Bring back Jackie D, mate. That's what I say. Oh, she's off on a world tour. <laughs> oh, she... <laughs> Oh, yeah, here's the uh, document for her uh, travel look. 650, 651 stops. Oh, wow. That's your big star now. But you heard her here first, guys. Right. So, so... her first concert in Braintree as well. <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us, we are at Stu and Our Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We are Stu and Our Pod at gmail.com. So if you want to give anything for 90s corner or for our top three next week which Stu will be top three 90s wwf wrestlers yes so if you want to submit anything for that then please do (laughs) i'm not going to tell you about all the other features that are going to be on next week's show because it's always the same but we will have the last of our four potential new features then after that you will vote for which feature you like the best and that feature will become a regular mainstay on this podcast. Stu, you got anything to say before we leave? I've got a dog on my T-shirt today. Yep, brilliant. Good. Stu, should we both make a really weird noise to end the podcast? In yeah. three, two, one. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. Heart, go, planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet! <laughs>